0: Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dylan Tonkin, and in this episode, I sit down with my good friend Matt Dobson, who is also known as Gnome. I met Matt on the Appalachian Trail in 2016, and I didn't really have a lot of his his AT hiking story up until the time that we met up in the New England states. But in this episode, it really kind of comes out, and I learn a little bit more about Matt, who Prefers to be called by his town name. He doesn't, he's not too big on the trail names, but uh, Matt or Noam is getting ready to head out for the CDT, the Continental Divide Trail, and this will be his second through hike. So uh, Matt has lived a, an interesting life to say the least, but he really is a hardworking person and just uh, a great friend of mine that I really wish I got to spend more time with. So uh, he's getting ready to leave in April for the Continental Divide, and we talk about that, we talk about the AT. And he has hiked the Appalachian Trail on under thirty five hundred dollars, all inclusive, with a little vacation in the middle there. So, if you're looking to hike on a budget, this is the guy to talk to. This is the podcast to listen to um, for somebody who's really on a tight budget on on the on the trail. So, hope you enjoy. All right, so. Uh, on a somewhat last-minute basis, I was able to coordinate through work and friendship, a uh, place to stay for the evening outside of Richmond. i got uh, I got to work in Richmond tomorrow. Fortunately enough for me, I have a good friend named Matt Dobson, a.k.a. Gnome from the <laughs> AT. He's not big on trail names, just like kid. Uh, uh, Matt's outside of uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, so um, I met Matt during our AT through hikes. I'm not sure where we first encountered each other. It might have been a bar. It'll probably come out soon, but uh, Matt is one of the guys that I have spoken to via text sometimes to his uh, disenjoyment or unenjoyment or misery. Uh, he's part of our, our four person group text or five person yeah. group texts. Uh, since still going strong, September of 2016, it started. That's our summit group. That's our summit group. So Matt, uh, thank you for allowing me to come and and spend a night in your home and and hang out with you guys. Anytime, bro. I will say that Matt is probably one of the few men that I will admit made me almost tear up in front of an audience. uh, In what month was that? Uh, Yeah. two months ago two months two or three months ago yeah, I, did, I, did yeah, yeah, I did a presentation tco presentation yeah i did a presentation for tco outdoors in boiling springs and there was maybe 10 or 15 people there and slightly yeah about 20 yeah, slightly after it began uh i saw a familiar face coming in from behind me and almost made me cry i really appreciate that i mean that was awesome that was a no uh, awesome surprise so matt thank you welcome to the show man
1: <laughs> thanks thank you appreciate it i uh we met in Salisbury, Connecticut. By the way,
0: that's right.
1: Deemed the White Russian, <laughs> the trail drink of 2016, <laughs> the official trail drink of 2016.
0: Now, was that the night that the bartender asked, "Were we at a happy hour? What was the deal there?"
1: Well, we showed up and we found we managed to find. I think it was called the White White Lion. I thought it was a horse. White horse, was it a horse or a lion? I white horse. Uh, We managed to find the most expensive beer on the entire AT. They were like $9 draft beers, and we were all sitting there grubby and poor and ejected by it. And he said, well, you know, it's sappy hour. He said, name your drink. (laughs) And immediately, either you or Bullseye were like, white Russians, please. Sounds about right. (laughs) But that's when I met you and Bullseye.
0: So you were right, I mean, I feel like I had heard your name so many times before we actually met. You, I, was, I started April 6th. What was your start date? April 3rd. April 3rd. Yeah. So you, we were like kind of bouncing around each other for yeah. 1,600 miles.
1: Yeah, and I met um, Wheels and Kid. I didn't meet them until um, going into Harper's Ferry, going down into Harper's Ferry. Um, they were hiking at a pace. In which I had not seen and I'm I'm faster than most people yeah and I was working to keep up with them and uh, we all had they had music going and I had my headphones on mm-hmm. so we didn't we weren't even talking but I was like right on the tail yeah and we hiked like five miles like that and then got I uh, got down into Harper's Ferry and I was like you guys uh, meet me here for a beer if, uh, let me buy you a beer or That's whatever cool. and then we talked for a bit and and then you and Bullseye in Connecticut, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the group, too. Kid Wheels, Bullseye, Gnome and Pickle.
1: Yeah, me and Bullseye hike the most together, Uh, most of uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine,
0: on and off. So one thing that I think that most of the listeners by now to the podcast understand about Bullseye (laughs) is that uh, he was the epitome of hiking his own hike and if you were going to hike with Bullseye (laughs) you
1: were hiking his hike.
0: You were hiking Bullseye's hike. So how is it that you managed to somehow still through hike the AT on a budget which you need to explain. How did you manage that budget around him?
1: Well, take... um, uh, uh, I'm not gonna remember the name of the town. Uh, I guess it was New Hampshire somewhere there was a uh, hiker hostel that was, you know, seventeen bucks, and he was in a hotel down the street <laughs> for seventy. That's how. This is when he was shitting himself to that was death.
0: The Yeah. That was the. He giardia was like, time.
1: "Oh, I'm out. I'm coming out the next day." Nope. Another day. <laughs> I'll be out there next day.
0: Nope. Um,
1: so so what? I, I actually slack packed. Uh, the only day I ever slack packed was the Wildcats. Um, good.
0: Good. That's a good one, though. Yeah, that was and, a tough
1: one. and that, that hostel there will run you out, and I did that. And the only section I hiked south was also that section, so I hiked the Wildcats south, did that, like, 25 miles or whatever, and and then the next day, um, I think the next day, uh, Bullseye
0: was ready to leave town <laughs> after about a week. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like he was pretty sick. Um he he was spending money like it was going out of style, and his hike was probably three times as much as what yours, did, yeah, your hike you, was. Did you ask him that question? I, I haven't got him <laughs> on the podcast, but I'm gonna get it out of him. I feel like his every every two days he was texting his wife that she had to work overtime that week. I think,
1: like I, I I think he threw the ten thousand number out there, but I don't know. I don't know. He might have been joking.
0: I believe it. I definitely believe it. So what was your number for the overall? Gear, food, travel, all in.
1: Yeah, I spent 3300 total. How and, um, in the,
0: I spent more than that on gear.
1: Yeah, well, I... you good. I had to be a little resourceful. Um, at the time, I was a farmer full-time, which I'll tell you how much... Like a chicken much farmer?
0: Money. What kind of farmer were you?
1: Yeah, I had a CSA for two years. Um, just did, like, home delivery CSA. <laughs> and then the last year that I had the farm in Tennessee, I did full-time poultry, so... Um, did you have yeah, chickens and turkey for you didn't, meat.
0: You weren't like uh one of like the Tyson guys, were you? No. Okay, no. cool. All my right. Birds,
1: was, they ran around in a field and right, they had right. fences. So I've got my like He's, I've got my breakdown here. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, as
0: we're sitting here, Gnome has his journal out, which is identical nearly to it is my that. podcasting notebook.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and this was his yeah, that was your AT journal?
1: Yeah, and I wrote expenses um for the entire shebang in here, so I'm trying to find those real quick.
0: Yeah so you have detailed notes
1: yeah so um gear before the trip initial gear i spent 600 bucks six
0: hundred dollars yeah
1: so that was my that was my (laughs) big agnes bag and tent my my i already had a mat um
0: what mat did you use
1: Thermarest. Thermarest. just like
0: a regular uh,
1: that i started with a regular uh Thermarest and that i i I patched it like three times and then ended Mm -hmm. up getting another one um but yeah, my tent, my bag.
0: How'd you save so much money?
1: Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you know. Um, long haul. He threw hiked in fourteen, mm-hmm. or t- he threw hiked in twelve, and attempted again in like fourteen or fifteen. But I met him. Uh, he actually st- was sort of starting a farm, and I was helping uh, local farmers get started with uh, projects and stuff like that. And met him through this nonprofit that I worked for. That's pretty And. Um, he had bought a tent that he didn't like, and bought a, a bag that he didn't like, and you know they had you know a, a hundred miles on them and everything like that. So yeah. I bought I bought my bag and tent, and a whole bunch of mountain house meals that were expired <laughs> or going to be bad by the time he was getting on the trail. Mm-hmm. And so he I think he broke something and couldn't couldn't hike. So I just bought a bunch of stuff from him, and then nice. everything else I got off eBay. That's- Almost everything was used. Um, I trail run, so I had a bunch of shoes stored up. Um, mm. I went through five pairs, and one of them was new. I had to buy one new pair, um, but the other ones were just um, Hoka's and Ultras that I had, like you know, three hundred, four hundred running yeah. miles on them, and then I just put more miles on them and just wore them out. So
0: yeah, I mean, um, you're and you're the one that turned me on to Hoka's this year because I was I was in Big Bear. Uh, i was at a uh, hiker hiker heaven mm-hmm. and i was on my third pair of shoes which is only a couple hundred miles into the pct and i was on I'm like what do i do and you were the one that turned me on to hoka is you still rocking them
1: yeah uh so for the cdt this year i've got two pairs of hokas and two pairs of ultras and then um a pair of topos if i have to get to them but uh i don't know how many i'm gonna have to use right. but i might have to buy another pair too but yeah just old old trail running shoes that I haven't like worn the uppers out on. I will Mm. just trash and, (laughs) but I don't know. I, eBay, eBay is, is how I did the, the initial gear. So I spent 600 initially on gear and then another 104 on gear on the trail. So I spent 700 bucks on gear total. Trail food, like on trail food, like town
0: food or or resupply on
1: trail. Yeah, hiking resupplies on resupply. Yeah. Okay, eight hundred and seventy
0: nine. Eight hundred and seventy nine dollars.
1: So I ate for five months on eight seventy nine, and then off trail. So I had I had a, I had a, a rental car. I took five days off for some work training. I went to um, a wedding party. I took a bus down from Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, to North Carolina. To see that one partially, <laughs> and um, so a greyhound, a greyhound fees, a rental car, um, all my hotel, all my hostel stays, all, well, What do you mean? My, all
0: of your hotels, like three?
1: Yeah, about three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've got those written down too. How many nights I was in a hostel? How many nights I was in a hotel? Mm-hmm. How many nights I was in a tent, etc. But everything that was off trail expense was um, eighteen hundred and thirteen. I'm so doing that, this all wrong. That comes to thirty-three hundred.
0: Thirty-three hundred dollars, yeah. Georgia to Maine.
1: And so, like you know, the rental car for um, going to visit friends and the bus and all that trip and and all that, you know, it could have been it could have been less. I could have spent probably six hundred less than I did. And uh, White Russians and beer, and you know, it's just it was, that's all all bars and restaurant tabs.
0: Do you have a separate White Russian? T- White white rush no line, line item white should Russians. have
1: definitely <laughs> i've got 130 and thirty dollar bar tab that i picked up written down right did here you? i don't know where that was I'm manchester not. manchester center i think
0: manchester yeah. center
1: i don't no. know no that's at the long trail Inn.
0: That oh, was at the yeah. long trail Inn, it was okay. me and
1: bullseye and, and um hello cool j
0: yeah kid and i were there we were drinking some guinness i remember that place um did you sleep there or did you, we camped across the road
1: to slip on bullseye's floor <laughs> i was gonna sleep they've got this little woodshed yeah uh it's like to the left of the hotel it's just it's literally a woodshed like where you put your packs they tell the through hikers to put their packs in yeah. there so they don't bring them in and get everything and junked it? up i was gonna sleep in the woodshed <laughs> bullseye i bullseye was like dude just come on
0: sleep on the floor yeah did he shower yeah i don't think we showered there we just like we're dirty i think i did we're gonna keep going yeah um, yeah, it's great, though. That's pretty inexpensive. Uh Yeah, it's good. There was uh you know, most people say a $1,000 a month. I'm like on that bandwagon. Um you pretty much finish in like 153 or 154 days if you were right ahead of me um starting. Yeah,
1: 155. And so that's that's such a good yeah, 156. that's
0: a really strong number you're bringing up there because I can tell you I you know, I did not spend I spent more than that on gear probably just cuz I would buy buy things and then well, you had much just, better
1: gear like
0: I feel like your gear was pretty solid though. It was good was I mean I was, I was
1: ultra light but yeah I mean it's you know it, gear can get the, the good stuff is is gets high
0: one thing I really really try to push people on is um, buy and use gear which you like pretty much nailed um, it's really difficult to get something that you haven't tried on or used that you know it's actually going to be what you need on trail. Um, did you, like, switch any gear out on trail, or are you just pretty much like, I got this Yeah, nail? like, um,
1: I think it's very beneficial to not be a picky person. Like, I'm pretty easy to please, mm-hmm. and I got lucky with my pack. Um, what I pack had, did you have? I had an old model um, Gossamer gear uh, Mariposa.
0: Oh, you got a Mariposa. That's a popular pack.
1: It is. Yeah. But just now, like, their their new design, Mariposa, is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I got a, I got a, um, oh, gosh. <laughs> that gossamer is going to kill me because I, <laughs> I tell them I'm going to talk them up all the time. Yeah. I bought a. Um, like
0: a Kumo? Uh,
1: a, yeah, Kumo, 36. Okay. Oh, you got 36? Yeah, for the CDT. 2 Dialed so. in? Uh, we're going to see. Um, Did you I get it yet? Yeah, I've already got it.
0: You put your stuff in it. Yeah. You put some food in there? Not yet. That's the food.
1: <laughs> food. Uh, the food's gonna be like dangling off. You remember? Uh, who was that? Who was that guy? Uh, the, that uh, taped the damn pepperoni sticks. Tracoroni. Tracoroni. came up. That's gonna kid. be me, yeah. dude. I'm just gonna like have all my all my food taped to my bag and like sticks and hanging off my hat and
0: sounds about right there was a there was a guy i think his name was danger dave on the pct he did not finish which seems reasonable but i guess he like didn't really have a pack and he like somehow had his bear can like attached to his head or something <laughs> so if anybody out there has pictures or contact info on well, this guy danger dave i didn't meet him but man that's 36 is a tight pack man i'm rocking yeah. that that um that 2400 wind rider and that's a that's tight man what is it I think 40. it's like 50. I think is it's like 50. And that's for, for the CDT, man. You got, so Gnome's going to be a CDT about, through hiker yeah. this yeah. year.
1: Starting the CDT April 22nd, hoping to finish around September 22nd. Um, and I am worried about the longer stretches with uh, with mm-hmm. water and, and, and resupply. So, uh, and I've still got my Mariposa. Uh, and my Mariposa is a 2008 model nice and i also got it from long haul mm-hmm. and he bought it and didn't like it put it back in the plastic so it was it was fresh i got it for 75 bucks um it was a deal and i'll absolutely love that pack that's I, cool i emailed um Gossamer and um i was like you don't happen to have an old mariposa like the old old mariposa the, like in a closet somewhere <laughs> he was like nope don't have one but uh you know try this or that or whatever and and uh i looked at all their pack line and mm-hmm. i was so happy with 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 the pack on the at I, I got the Kumo. so yeah
0: yeah i i don't have a lot of experience with the with the gosser gear line but <clears throat> it seems like they have a pretty loyal following the people who who have their things are, are very loyal to well them.
1: i mean you know how frugal i am so oh, yeah like, their, their price point's amazing. I mean you're getting uh What are they tax, where are they at on those? That was one thirty dollars So cheap. Yeah, one twenty five in tax. It's amazing. That's I just don't know how they do it with the materials and construction and everything and other companies would charge an extra hundred. And I don't know. I mean I love I love, you know, ultralight
0: gear, like what's the weight on that, uh, Kumo? Kuma? Uh, um that was such a nerd question to ask you Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. And I, it's, it's just over a
1: pound, I is think. It? Yeah. I think okay. it's like nineteen or twenty ounces. Okay,
0: so it's right in that twenty ounce range. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's that's a pretty cheap that's a pretty I don't want to say cheap, that's an inexpensive pack it is, of what, yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. Um,
1: and I mean the mariposa, like I, I I would just I would just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got some duct tape and dental floss and stuff like that on it and and I'm gonna have it out in Colorado <laughs> as a backup. I've got friends in Colorado okay, that are gonna cool. ship me stuff. So like, I'll have it if, if it's not if my new pack's not big enough. What's
0: whatever. your um, what's your resupply strategy? Because you were all pretty much trail resupply on I was, the AT. Yeah, yep. You're Doing the same. I one? got
1: three packages mailed to me all for shoes and and winter clothes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, I've got a CDT like planning guide coming from the association mm-hmm. and they've got a really detailed list of resupply points um sweet so i'm gonna have a look at that and get a get a plan going
0: but i know that gut hook has has an app which i'm sure is pretty darn good at this point in the game but yeah. like i know for the pct there was PCTResupply.com, and there's mm-hmm. different i think half mile half mile maps uh is there anything similar to help you plan out you know where you're going to resupply or how you're going to do that while you're on trail just look at the maps or this um this little planning guide
1: it's like a thin it's a pretty thin like 12 page deal but two full pages of them are just resupply area Uh um uh, points towns um they got the mileages uh they've got access directions for hitching and they've got um the ones that are privately owned they've got uh phone numbers and email for. So Is there like water
0: caches or anything out there?
1: Yep. A lot of those are done by trail trail maintainers, trail angels, organizations, um, all through New Mexico. They're, so you're pretty much relying on um, water caches. Gotta and, be. and like farm, you know, farm tanks, when Hanging out with the cows? Tire tanks. You ever heard of a tire tank,
0: dude? I don't know that that's something I, I would want big to go see
1: <laughs> It's a tractor tire laying in the desert, and they fill it up with water.
0: Is that where Ebola virus comes it's from? It's like...
1: <laughs> green, scum, skimming. Yeah, that's what we're going to deal with. Yeah,
0: 52 miles into the PCT, there's a... I wish I could remember the name of it. There's, like, a cistern. It's, like, a concrete cylinder, and there was, I mean, green water inside it. Luckily, there was a, a spagot that you could get some, some running water from, but it was just... I mean, there's dead bees right in there, and it's like, I, I probably would die if I drank that, too, so... Did you have to, like... F- like pre-filter, like skim off. No, we never had your sources. It was, there was only one water source that was about the color of your walls, uh, which is a, a a nice, delightful gray. (laughs) Um, there was one place in the desert that was, I mean, gray. I took a picture of it. It was disgusting. And it, I mean, it just backs your filter up and then you gotta get rid of it. What are you doing for filtration? Um, Sawyer. Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought a new one and I've got my
1: old one. I'm going to, it's, I've got to do some back flush work on it, a little surgery. Yeah. But I think between the two of them, I might have to get one more. It depends. I mean, I'm, New Mexico's, you know.
0: Pretty clean uh, state.
1: I, no, I mean, I'm worried about New Mexico. It's the water, water's. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know that it's – I'm not worried about the scarcity. I'm worried about the quality. So.
0: Yeah, I know, like, uh, for the PCT I went – or AT I was Sawyer – PCT, I went B-Free, and I really like the B-Free, but it just, you get 500 miles out of it, and I, I think that honestly, if, you know, the CDT were an option, I don't even know if I would go back to a B-Free. I think I'd probably go back to a Sawyer, because you can backflush them. It's so much easier. Yeah. so much more convenient.
1: You got 500 miles out of B-Free, and they, what do they run? I haven't looked at it. Uh,
0: I just bought a, <clears throat> I just bought a, just the cartridge, not the bag, just the cartridge was 25 bucks, which gotcha. that's, you know, equivalent to a Sawyer, but you can't backflush it. Right. Yeah. So you're going to spend $100 in filters versus yeah. if you're just really
1: really diligent with the Sawyer, you know, mm-hmm. you can keep it keep it going. Yeah. Are you pretty I much just use one on the AT?
0: Yeah, I uh, whole AT, I was same thing just a, a squeeze. Are You going to pretty much take same tent, same sleeping bag? Yeah, man. Same stuff.
1: Going good with the uh, Fly Creek UL2. That uh, That's a popular tent. Yeah, I I don't have any complaints out of it. It it held up. It smells a little funky, but you know. It's, you're going to yeah. smell once, i'm going to go get a new one and in. then yeah just it'll yeah um so how's
0: the waterproof of, the waterproofing on that holding up are you going to respray it before you go i will yeah yeah i wonder if there's any way you- just
1: getting a new fly for it they, they're running about 80 bucks
0: yeah i was i was just going to say i wonder if there's any way you could get them to like re-dip it or retreat it because i know that the spray treatment is not as effective as yeah. the dip so like the dip is gonna be like the best, but I don't, you know, I never thought about it, but it.
1: Big Agnes is so good to their customers, so like
0: I'm sure they would. Wheels is on his like second or third tent, and the, he had a squirrel run up the, the, the <laughs> he had a squirrel in Maine run up the side of his shelter, and I guess they replaced it. Really? Um, so yeah, the CDT, uh, and you're you're gonna do it like you know 100 150 days. Like I mean, you're in shape already. What are you doing to prepare? I mean, we're we're well, just hanging out here, man. This I don't isn't know, getting like, ready.
1: I was trail running a lot um, before the AT, and I've kept in great shape the last couple years since coming off the AT until about four or five months ago, and I just stopped running. Work got real busy. Um, We bought a house and been doing some renovations Mm -hmm. on that, got another, like, Second, like side hustle, and so I haven't, and I've been lazy. It's laziness, really. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I can the list same page. Excuses, I'm lazier than you are, so uh, I don't feel
0: too bad. But I'm also but, not going to the CDT. I
1: mean, New Mexico is <laughs> is warm up for the hard stuff. Is you it? know, it's you start at four thousand foot, and and slowly, by the time you get out of New Mexico, you're at ten thousand, and you stay above ten thousand through Colorado. Oh, really? And, yeah. So, you, it's. Uh, it's a pretty flat, low, in, uh, slow incline until northern New Mexico, and then you hit some some uh, altitude. So I've yeah. got four or five hundred miles of just walking to get in shape. So yeah, yeah, I'm not that's not worried.
0: <clears throat> I really tried. I'm I'm glad that I started out the PCT in shape because I already had my trail legs. I was you know doing 20s and stuff. But, yeah, you did quite a bit um, of hiking. Yeah, prep. that that prep, man, it's so important to yeah. be in shape. Cause how did you How'd you fare on the 80? Were you pretty? I mean, you trail run, so you, well, you were well. I started into.
1: the AT with a buddy of mine who um, you did? Yeah, good. His name first. Is, first trail, time I heard about this guy. Trail name Good Times. Uh, <laughs> Dennis Dillo is old friend of mine, and, and um, he had he had a pretty rough rough year with mm-hmm. his family and everything, um, and was unhappy in his job. And about three weeks before I got on the trail, he's like, I go down to Knoxville and have a beer, and and um, He's like, so this this hike you're taking, do you you mind if I come along? I'm like, you know, I'm walking from Georgia to Maine, right? He's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So he he had like hiked, you know, like day hiked Mm -hmm. first backpacking trip, 713 miles.
0: Dude, good on him. That's pretty legit. It was
1: solid. He walked all the way to uh, uh, McAfee. In Virginia. Good spot. Yeah. Good spot. We took some pictures. He was like, okay, I'm out. So, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, saying that to say that we were doing like 12 mile days, you yeah. know, uh, taking it slow.
0: We did the same uh, thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I don't think we did. We did like maybe a couple of 20s in Virginia before he got off. So I was averaging, I think with him, I averaged 16. And then for the whole, tr- the you know, the, the second two thirds. Um, that was it up. I was averaging probably twenty
0: two. Yeah. What was your biggest day on the AT? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Man, see that's pretty solid. Like, yeah. It seems like big miles on the I AT mean, is I not like a priority for anybody. No,
1: I, I did. I think I did only like four days over twenty
0: two. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. I took a lot of time off, and that kind of like, all right, you got to go speed up a little bit. How many zeros? Like fifteen. I took nineteen. Man. Yeah. You're, that's how you end up with us. That's right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the um. What do you think was the big thing that, you know, I came in, I, you got the AT map on your wall, which is so awesome because as a kid, I had that same freaking map on my wall, like my whole <laughs> life. And you talked about how you always knew it was what you were going to do. What what was it about the AT that made you always want to do it?
1: I don't know. Um I hiked a lot in college. I had two really good buddies that we just liked getting out on in, in the trails and did, did went to school at University of Tennessee. So in Knoxville, you know, we were so close to the Smokies and, and so many good state parks in Tennessee. And we counted up like, I counted up 700 miles that I did in in college with just those two guys. Wow. And it got to the point, we had done so many trails, like we started hiking creek beds, like just rock, <laughs> rock hiking, ho- ho- hopping up. Creeks, and um, did some of the AT then, and you know I graduated 2000, and I think my sister bought me that AT mm-hmm. map around that time, yeah. and you know I just, you know, stare at that for the next 15 years, and decided to pull the trigger, and and uh, I've just always, always had a connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family has a um, place in Western North Carolina, and I grew up in Tennessee, and. You know, they're two AT states, so it's always always been around. Mm.
0: Do you remember the first thru-hiker you ever met?
1: Yeah, I do. And, yeah, so until the year before, until 2015, I only met one thru-hiker. Mm-hmm. And then um, in 2015, when I kind of um, made the decision to, to thru-hike, I met a couple more. Mm. Um just through, out and through conversation but yeah he was a he was a guy in high school um didn't go to the same high school as me but he went to a, a private high school and um just decided to do it after he graduated high school before he started college so he was 18 19. He's some
0: dude
1: yeah he, yeah and and i just thought it's the craziest thing because in high school um i grew up you know hanging out on rivers, my, we were canoers, my mm-hmm. dad would take us just about every weekend that we could and canoe rivers in Tennessee. And, um, uh, you know, we, we'd hike and stuff like that, but no backpacking. And then I didn't start backpacking until I got in college. So I had heard, um, you know, then this this guy was gonna do the whole AT mm-hmm. and it just kind of blew my mind. So that was the first guy I met.
0: What was the, uh, I'm sure there was a culmination or like a, a growing feeling well, if you had to pick one thing that was like, all right, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. this is why I'm gonna go or when I'm gonna go what what was that time period or what happened or what made it finally the most important thing?
1: Um, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was one thing like there's there's kind of I remember thinking in the months leading up, like why am I doing this? and the the overall the the, re- the simple answer to your question is, I, I need to be disconnected from this society every once in a while. And it's hard to do that and, and still be a part of it. And so um, that just slows life down. You can think about things and understand who you are and understand your place and and your priorities and so, so many of the things that aren't important to me in my life, uh, those things go away and the things that are important, you know, come to come to you know the realization and and yeah i'm able to reprioritize things Mm -hmm. but when i when i was starting the trail um the challenge of it obviously is big for me i'm a you know ultra runner and um i got in this conversation at a bar with some running friends of mine you know we were thinking this is before i ran um either the hundreds that i've done and i I didn't know which would be harder training and, and completing a hundred mile uh trail run or through hiking the at the answer is through hiking the at like hands down (laughs) well you well you 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 think about it and it's like oh you're just walking every day and all that and but you get it you've got so much time to get in 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 your head and you know think about you know what you're neglecting in life or think about you know can you do this every day day in and day out for months um, and you know, being wet and dirty and and tired and AT is much harder. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, running a hundred mile, you know, you just you just suck it up for one really hard day, mm-hmm. and it's over, and it's much easier. So I answered those questions because I've done both, and right, and now I now I know.
0: Now I've never. I'm not a runner. I need I need to be. But um, how, how did you, I mean? The, there's there's hard parts of the AT that you did. I had some bad days and uh did you ever feel like you like I had enough I'm, I want to go home? Did you ever get to that point?
1: No. Um no, not really. I was ready to I was ready for it to end in the hundred mile wilderness. Like yeah. me and everybody I was around at the time were like just get me out of these woods. Right? Get get me out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like it was I was ready. And then 2 days later, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to
0: miss the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, after you got out of the hundred mile woods, you ran into us. Which yep. ah, you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> um, how did you get through the hard times? There was times I really struggled on the AT. Not not that I wanted to go home, but like there was days that were hard. How did you How did you deal with that?
1: Um, you know, I just said, "Hey, this is my decision, and you take responsibility for your decisions in life." And like, if things are if. If things are hard, you know, missing, you know, your loved ones or missing your daily routine um, or uh, being stressed out emotionally or physically, you're like, hey, you you decided to do this. And you can either decide not to do it and quit uh, and potentially regret that um, or just keep going. And I, I, I I I had some times here and there where I was... I was more questioning whether it, it should I be out there, you know, should I uh, have left the farm and left a job and not be working full time and, and not be there for friends and family. Um, but, but as far as like the physicality, can I do this and the emotional um, like
0: fortitude, I didn't really have any issues. Do you, what do you think your, the difference in your mindset going into the AT is? Like going into the CT, CDT now, how is your mindset different?
1: Um, I know I can physically do that and be out there. Um, the questions I have now are more uh, there's only like 50 or 60 or 70 people that attempt a CDT through hike every <laughs> no. year. Like you're literally <laughs> out there with no one. I've read so many blogs and you know uh, articles and stuff like that. You know, I didn't see another hiker for eight weeks, and you know there was this dude on a four wheeler that I saw, and that's the only guy I saw for ten days. And
0: it, this is my nightmare. Yeah,
1: like yeah, dude, pickle. You know, it's it's not, pickle loves to talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I came into to gnome's house. He said, hey, you know, get the driveway. I'll be in the back, uh, and he just said he would be out back, and I pull up, and Noam is doing what Noam does, and he's working with his hands, creating a beautiful, uh, he's, he's hand carving a bowl for a, a fundraiser, which we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. and I just said, you know, this is something I'm not very good at. I'm, I'm just a talker. I don't know how to shut up. <laughs> so you're right. It's my nightmare.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the AT, I, I was not expecting such a like a social um, experience on the AT. Mm-hmm. And I was I was not in a great place, like, in my personal life, um, and it was great to have Dennis out there for the first uh, third of it. And then the second third of it, I was just inside my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I would wasn't hiking with anyone. I was pretty, like, miserable, um, you know, just trying to get over some things, work through some things, think about things. And then I started like, I got my head out of my own ass and looked up and realized I was in an amazing community. Right. An amazing community. I thought of it at the time, like it's the 51st state. It's this 2000 mile long state. And there's about, you know, 3000, <laughs> you know, citizens of this state. Yeah. And it's the, and you know, we're, it's a community that just cares about each other. And, you know, we, we were out there for for a goal of uh, a personal goal of ourselves but uh i mean if it wasn't for you and you know a couple dozen other people mm. I, I might not have completed it and that's one of the things i'm worried about on cdt is it's just being out there all alone for so long and even the pct you know it's gaining gaining popularity and there's it's more yeah. it's still a social environment and um, i'm pretty good on my own but i don't know if i'm that good like five months with no one so how people listening to this <laughs> podcast, if you want a hike, uh, it goes through four national parks. You know, twenty-seven national forests. <laughs> want to see some of the beautiful West? Come out and hike with Gnome.
0: Yeah, come check out Gnome. <laughs> Be his friend. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't real. I mean, I knew it was not nearly as popular, uh, but I didn't. I didn't know to what extent it was so. You know, there was so much solitude, and I think that you know. One thing I've learned about long distance hiking is what what's discussed online versus what's actually the reality is so different um and I'm I'm hoping that that you're you're going to meet a lot more people out there and it seems like they kind of buddy up right away and whatever they meet I hope people so. yeah. um how are you going to deal with it if not what are you going to do I don't know Just me and you're nuts me and music <laughs> yeah did you it's listen to, technolo- like, were you a technology guy on the AT, or were you pretty much, like, just hike and be here in, in Not really nature? a
1: technology guy, period, but I think uh, the MP3 is one of the greatest inventions of man, like, digital music
0: mm-hmm. is, uh, I don't know where I'd be without it. Even um, though you have, like, how many records in here? it's uh, it's about 800. About, so, right so we're now. sitting in his living room with 800 records. I don't know if a Akuma will be able to fit any of those in there. No,
1: can't take the vinyl. <laughs>
0: Um, so you listen to a lot of music? Yeah, my on the- dog
1: and my record player. I missed most on the 18.
0: <laughs> it seems reasonable. I think I feel like as a, a grown man of of significant manliness, that's an acceptable yeah. acceptable things I missed. Um, any podcasts or any audio books or anything?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I I actually read 19. Um, 19- book books. I, had, I always had a book with me on the AT. You read
0: 19 books I on the AT? I read 18? 19
1: books on the AT. My goal was a, a book every 100 miles, and so I was, I was three books short. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. I am. I am. <laughs> I, I, I don't read a lot of just like trash fiction mm-hmm. fiction, but I, I did in 16.
0: What was your favorite book on the AT?
1: Oh, gosh. I, I've got them listed here in my journal. Just pick one. <laughs> Which one was it? I don't remember, man. I Kinda. didn't read anything excellent. Uh, uh, no, I did. I read The Help. Uh, I read the help on the AT, and I really liked it.
0: There's a book I got a. I, I wish I had the the name of it, but it was about. Uh, I read it, and I sent it to my buddy Chad from uh, North by North, and it was about the the North Pond Hermit, who was a guy who lived in Maine, and he lived outside of society, and he lived in this little hut area that he built himself, and he, in like 27 years, he spoke one word, and just like vandalize he didn't vandalize like stole things from cabins and stuff and they finally <laughs> caught it but it's super fascinating um i highly recommend the book and i'm gonna buy it for you and you can take it on the cdt well i was gonna
1: write it down but yeah, yeah if you're buying i'm gonna it buy him. it and send it to you no i really CDT. am like looking for cdt books cool. and um my uh like i said i don't read a lot of fiction but what i love is um non like man overcoming overcoming mm-hmm. uh, strife you know be it wilderness or you know emotional strife or or whatever and i just finished um a really good one called uh, the kingdom of ice uh, about ice explorers in the late 1800s stuff like that so i'm looking for recommendations for you know wilderness uh, books or any type of um human struggle type
0: i would say 27 years with one word that's a struggle yeah definitely <laughs> um <laughs> i will definitely read that book I'll take, <laughs> yeah it's very I'll take good. It with me. i think i read it in like two or three days i just couldn't put it down and i'm yeah. uh, I'm, I'm big on audio books um any podcasts or anything
1: um i'm a true crime podcast listener that's what i do when i drive yeah uh, cereal so, yeah
0: cereal awesome did, did we get you the picture of of leakin park whenever Kid and Wheels were in town, I drove them past Lincoln Park from cer- this po- serial podcast where they found the dead body.
1: Oh, yeah. Took them. Yep. I was
0: like, hey, guys, let's go for a hike.
1: Well, yeah. I live like, when I worked in Ellicott City, yeah. I was, like, 10 miles from that, yeah. that whole thing going on. Yeah, serial's good. Uh, just finished the second season of uh, Monster, so stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like, uh, I listen to a lot of... Um, uh, I'm into... Um, food issues, uh, like food, eating, food, clean
0: eating, or something.
1: Yeah, um, really related to uh, f- food, farm production, uh, our food systems in the U.S. and and uh, small farming issues and uh, stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah. So you were a farmer. I mean, you're like tuned into eating, eating the way we should. Correct. Yeah. So well, I, was, it I was vegetarian do you do that?
1: for six years. That's right. You know that? I forgot about that. Yeah. The, the AT put the squash on that. I yeah. just started eating everything in sight. So. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, 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 I, I knew that you were a, a farmer beforehand, and I knew that there was a vegetarian time of your life. What Was it just the AT that brought you back, or were you just like, man, there's some cheeseburgers that look pretty good?
1: No, it was really, I couldn't. I, couldn't. I mean, people do it all the time. I'm not saying it's not doable. You can be mm-hmm. vegan on the trail. You can you know, go meatless on the trail. I could not. I needed, I didn't need meat per se, <laughs> yeah. but I would just want to eat everything in sight and did. So, yeah, I was back on the meat wagon.
0: Yeah. How much uh, weight did you lose?
1: I started at 210 and finished at 168. You so. started
0: at 210? Yeah. You're like a, a trim guy, man. It's heavy. You're, well, and I, you're say, calling yourself lazy right now? I,
1: I, added, I added about 15 pounds because I knew I was going to. Needed. it yeah like my body started e- eating itself in new england so i'm glad i i had the. <laughs> that
0: was the white russians talking <laughs> 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 yeah um, that was that was the white russians fault
1: yeah. yeah so i lost uh what is it 42
0: pounds that's a, wow what did bullseye lose he was like 30 or 40 yeah he, i mean he's a big he's, he's like a big guy large yeah. statured man he's a yeah. he's a big dude for sure um yeah, I think I only lost like 13 or 14 pounds. I'm not, I didn't have a lot to lose. <laughs> guy. Um, yeah, just a little guy. Um, the the CDT just seems like it, there's so many challenges like that are out there. Uh, and it's it's easy to look at the things that we know are going to be hard. But, you know, what are you looking forward to? I mean, besides the fact that it's the CDT.
1: Yeah, seeing America. I mean, there's no greater way to see this country than to Triple Crown, I don't think.
0: So I that's really the ambitious. Now we're talking the PCT adventure well, too. Or, or hiking any of them. Just, <laughs>
1: yeah. just the triple crown trails. Yeah. Like hike any I of totally them. Totally agree. I mean, you're seeing, I don't know, what what is it total? Four, five, six, seven, eight, like nine national parks oh, and countless, countless wilderness and forest, you know, public land areas. And you're 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 the, you're there and in the midst of it, you're living it, you're going so slow that you're you can actually experience it mm. and i've been to uh, my sister and i are in a bit of a competition i think she's got me right now but i'll beat her this year but i think i'm on my 22nd national park no kidding and 10 of those probably are, are just driving yeah. you know and say hey this is sequoia and you know it's beautiful but i'm there for four hours and mm. you're not you're not really immersed in it and i, I
0: love that yeah, that's one thing I, I I wish that you know on the PCT I, I wish that I got to explore more of the the parks. I mean, we went through Yosemite, but I was like straight through Yosemite. We're done. Yeah. Um, what do you think the biggest thing that you you surprised yourself with, or you learned about yourself on the AT was?
1: I don't know, man. It's a good question. I know myself pretty well, so. Um. I don't know. Uh, There was a big question then that I could actually do it. So I mean, Mm -hmm. just the, just the actual. Getting it done, you know. I didn't know if I could or not, and now I've got a little bit more confidence, and hope I'm not, too, confident. But um, I don't know. I think just um, being a, being out there and getting it done and being a part of part of the community, you know, and having some. Having you know some value to other people out there, and, and I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Yeah, that I, that question, man. I, the first time I got that question, it it, came, it was asked to me, and it was really difficult for me to. What was your answer? My answer, I actually, like I'm such a pussy, I almost cried. <laughs> and it was my my answer truly was that that I'm a lot more capable of things than I give myself credit for. Yeah. And it was like I always knew that I could hike the A T, like I was like I just I had this feeling like I can do that, I can do that. But then, you know, I, I went and did it and I was like, you know, I I can do these things, like I can do hard mm-hmm. things and, and I, I just and it's not it changed just, the way it's I it's not just
1: walking twenty hundred one hundred miles, it's there's so many little things that you're like, Okay, I just did that. Like anything, like sitting at camp or mm-hmm. or, you know, fixing fixing this to get through or, you know the logistics of doing this, or it's just a, a million little things that you hadn't put yourself in the situation to to overcome, and you do
0: it, and it yeah. adds up to, to something great. Did you ever have a time where you were like scared or anything or nervous? Oh, dude,
1: yeah. She's, she's laughing
0: three times. She knows these stories, yeah. and they're
1: all they're all <laughs> like you, you need to laugh at them. Like there's there's no reason that I should have been scared, but <laughs> well, we're gonna the, laugh
0: then. <laughs> all
1: in the tent. Well, now. I don't know. I was I was a little scared the first time I met Beast. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I will say I was say, a little scared. He came up in the last podcast too. Dude, very Beast. nice guy. What were you scared of? Everything.
1: Okay, forget about Beast. But so the best the best one. I don't know where it was honestly. Somewhere up north. I think it was Connecticut or New York. New York maybe. Uh, I had. I was kind of over shelters, so I just, uh, there was two or three dudes at a shelter and I bypassed it and just went, they was not even like a tent site, I just went past and I was camping on, the, on this little slope. And uh, it was wet that night, it rained a little bit. And um, I was sitting in the tent, I'd probably been asleep for about an hour. And um, I wake up to these like footprints, uh, just multiple footprints around the tent you know, rustling the leaves, and I sit there, and I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out what animal it is, you know, I know it's not a human, and I was like, you know, there's not any animals out here they are going to bother me, you know, everybody's worried about bears, I really wouldn't worry about bears, it didn't sound like a bear, but something, you know, something's out there, multiple of them, a lot of, a lot of somethings were out there around my tent, so I sit there, and you know how you do, you're just real quiet, you know, and, and uh, so, A couple minutes go by, and I flip my headlamp on, pop up, and I didn't have my um,
0: uh, your fly my
1: fly on, and popped up, looked around, didn't see anything. You know, I was like, in the midst of like these leaves rustling around. So I'm like, okay, I just lay back down. I'm like, maybe I'm imagining this. You know, a couple minutes later, you know, it's like same thing. It's just like this, and it it I, I, I. I can't explain it right. Just, I really honestly thought there was a pack of coyotes out of my tent because <laughs> it was so many footprints. And I thought coyotes or wolves or something was surrounding my tent. And this is the middle of the night, not rational at all. I know, you know, there's nothing out there that's going to harm me. And it ha- this happens three times, finally. The same night? Like, yeah. No, this is all within like an hour and a half. Oh and I'm just like, I'm just like torn up over this. And I don't I don't fright that easily. No. You're me. I would consider you a manly man. Dude. Yeah. So, you're rugged the third time uh, unzip my tent, run out there, l- headlamp on, saying, you know, you're screaming. It's like, yeah. it's like it's a human. You know? It's not. You're trying to rationalize it. Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens of big ass frogs going down i don't know what, what the hell ha- happened but they were all just like masses of these frogs jumping down the hill and it was like waves of these frogs She's and i'm dying. like in total like personal embarrassment like
0: frogs man that frogs it there's no it is so hard to be rational it when is. you're by yourself in a tent yep. in the middle of the no the matter of the wilderness, you know you're tired. You, there's just so many thoughts that go through your head. Even
1: if you're used to it, and this is like night 100 or something, yeah. you know, and and you're still
0: you're still uneasy. <laughs> Frogs. Frogs. Uh, I've I've had similar uh, experiences um, with porcupines in Pennsylvania, and it was like. <laughs> I know there's a bear. Because you could tell it was like something of, of a larger significance and like a little mouse running around. Yeah. And it was like porcupines. And um, the only thing that was madder than me was the dog. And I'm like, no, we've already been down this road. We've already spent hundreds of dollars at the vet for that. Um, <laughs> Getting
1: into the, a porcupine?
0: Yeah. Your dog? Yeah, three. She actually oh got into gosh. she got into one on the AT. So you know where you cross uh, Clark's Creek, uh, just north of Duncannon? Yeah. You're coming you go across Clark's Creek, and then there's um, the Horseshoe Trail, which there's like a little monument that says Horseshoe Trail, 140 miles from here to Valley Forge National Park. Yep. Right after that, there's a campsite that has ch- like chairs made out of stones, and they're sitting around a campfire. Uh-huh. We were camped there, and she three porcupines. She she had a nice. she had a porcupine. So, um, aside from the scary part, what would you say your favorite memory from the trail is, or favorite day? Um, I met
1: three really awesome people in Vermont um, and still close today. Uh, we've done several hikes and runs and stuff since then, but um, three girls that worked for Outward Bound Philly uh, were hiking the long trail. You know, mm. the long trail overlaps yep. with the AT yep. uh, for about 100 miles. And um, me and Pantry walked up oh, into the... Oh, man,
0: Pantry. I haven't this, heard that name in so long. That guy's... What was his dog's name?
1: Uh, Mosey. Mosey. Yeah. Oh, man. That's me me and Pantry stuff. and Mose hiked for, I don't know, three or 400 miles together. But uh, we walked into, the I think it's the second shelter in Vermont, and I met LL Cool J. as was their trail name. Um, Laura, Lauren, and Jenna. So LL and J, uh, yeah. and uh, they're just amazing. Like we hit it off instantly and we hiked pretty much the whole hundred mile section cool. that the LT and the AT overlap. Nice. And um, our last day uh, was with Bullseye in, um, uh, at the long trail end mm-hmm. and then it goes north. And it was just a memorable day. We had, we had, we, we had great, great time. Um, you know, Vermont's just beautiful anyway and we had good weather well actually and one one rain day but,
0: <laughs> everybody gets at least one
1: yeah but uh that was probably my my favorite Vermont was definitely my favorite state um people of Vermont are amazing and the trail towns are good mm-hmm. and and uh it's great great trail not too hard but beautiful
0: yeah one thing that I, I think is is a common theme and whenever you ask somebody what their favorite day on the trail was it it is almost like the the location is totally irrelevant and it's about Mm -hmm. the people and that's one thing that I think is so special about the AT is just like the community and the people that you meet um, throughout the trail you know it's always about where you were who you were not where you were who you were with
1: yeah when you asked me that question like three um, kind of instances popped up, all related to people. Yeah, and that's like I said, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for the social aspect of the AT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very thankful for it. It would not have been near the experience without it. Um, but the best day of just hiking was uh, Franconia Ridge. I had amazing. It's just I think it's the I think it's the greatest day hike in in the Eastern U.S.
0: <laughs> I'm so jealous. Ours was uh, Franconia Ridge was cloudy in. cloudy windy i heard
1: so many stories Suck. of that and like i got lucky because going up the ridge it was just total mm-hmm. clouds and then you're up there you know doing those that string of peaks for probably yeah it's most of the day like five hours maybe mm-hmm. and then you and then you descend and I walked up in cloudy, messy rain, and then the skies opened. I had the whole day of just crystal clear, and then yeah. walked down, and it started raining again. You
0: could see, like, that spine the whole way. Yeah,
1: amazing. So awesome. So beautiful. Okay. So you get a clear day in Frank County Ridge, and you're all
0: smiles, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that you did a really good job of ahead of time was not spending a lot of money and saving money and things like that. What's one thing that you did as prep, as far as preparation that you— would have done or will do differently for the CDT?
1: I actually spent a lot of prep time on mail drops uh, for the AT. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, three weeks in, just decided it was... So, I mean, I spent like... That was a good four or five hours of my life that I didn't use. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I started with a 35-pound pack, and you know, decided I needed all these things, and and now it's like I know exactly what's going in my pack, mm-hmm. and there's like not at all, other than a compass and an ice axe for one, you know, the Colorado section, yeah. uh, I didn't carry a compass on the AT, and uh, I'll need it in some places out west, so other than those two items, I think, uh, you know, what the, the gear that I finish with on the AT is what I'm what I'm starting with so I don't have all that prep time yeah. um, I've got other things to think about to worry about but it's it's not not near as much.
0: Did you send a bunch of stuff home on the AT then? Yeah. Or just hiker box there? Well
1: yeah my sister lives in uh, Haysville, North Carolina and mm-hmm. so um, I just dropped a lot of stuff at her place and she was handling like shipping stuff to me. Running operation, So it's so easy like her and my brother-in-law were amazing in Georgia and North Carolina because I mean, I had, I was, we were spoiled. Like yeah. they picked me up twice, stayed at their house. I was Sweet. dropping stuff off. I don't need this. I need this. And, and by the time we were like midway through North Carolina, I dropped ten pounds. That's, and then dropped another five between North Carolina and Maine. So I finished around
0: to twenty pounds. Looking back now, what was the most foolish item that you carried that you that you dropped in that fifteen pounds of loss? I don't know what the most foolish
1: was. Let me think about that. What did I have in there <laughs> to begin with? I carried
0: a spice kit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Did you? I did. I carried hot sauce. I lost it at the the parking lot there at um, uh, Newfound Gap. Yeah. It was inside my pot, my, my <laughs> Vargo bought, and I I left all of it there. And then it was spice like kit. spice kit. Yeah. Nice spice kit. I missed the sriracha. It's it is a good hot sauce.
1: Oh, there's quite a few people out there with those little mini hot sauce bottles. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had anything really. I don't I yeah. have a good answer for that. Um, anything you found? I, interesting I, dropped, enough. I, I dropped all my cook gear and everything. I didn't. That's I didn't right. cook. I dropped my stove. Um, Are you got us on the city. I didn't carry a lighter. I didn't carry a knife. Oh I didn't God. carry like a
0: lot of stuff that. <laughs> that most folks did. Yeah. How did? What did you eat? Like. Uh, I have to have a hot. meal. I'm a snob. I gotta have a hot meal every day.
1: I've got a whole um, like. Uh, uh put it in a tortilla what i what i ate was in a tortilla so it just x in a tortilla
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, peanut butter beef jerky cheese sticks cheese sticks and jerky peanut butter and jerky tuna tuna and jerky tuna and cheese i didn't do tuna and peanut butter uh mashed potatoes and tortilla Ramen bombs and Ooh. tortilla.
0: Would you at least wet the mashed potatoes, or did you just yeah, like, you soak it? Oh man! So
1: I didn't eat. I ate mashed potatoes and ramen for dinners, mm-hmm. and I would just mix them uh, in a. I carried a a, a plastic jar, like a talenti jar or something. Yeah, it was like a peanut butter jar, um, and uh, I would just mix it at lunch, and then it would be, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be cold
0: but normal. For so dinner. on on that same topic. Um, you said earlier that your body was essentially eating itself. Uh, you know, in the New England states. Do you think that any of that was attributed to your your diet? Yes. <laughs> and how will you? Uh, I mean, how will you prevent that on the CDT? Because we I have mean, an addition. It's like twice protein's the
1: Protein's heavy, man. Protein's heavy. Carbs are light. <laughs> so you're just like <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I was losing muscle mass. Mm-hmm. I lost. You know, I lost 40, 42 pounds, but 30 of it was probably, you know, weight that needed to go. 20 mm-hmm. of it was definitely weight that needed to go, and, mm-hmm. and I lost probably 10 or 12 in muscle mass. And, yeah, you can do that, but you got to carry so much protein. And I just, right. any and all things to avoid carrying the weight, you know. If I've got a,
0: it, I'm going into town empty, bro. Like, <laughs> You're on the bullseye, like, Slim Jim, Slim Jim, dinner, done. <laughs> Um, but I mean, now we're talking about, you know, an additional 1,000 miles compared to the AT. Yeah. Um, are you concerned? Yeah. I'm concerned for you, dude. I care about you. (laughs) I want to see you be successful.
1: Yeah. I don't Um, know, man. Uh, Other people have done it, so I know it can be done and uh, hopefully I can do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the AT, I did not feel well after I was done. Like just,
1: I felt, I felt the best I ever had. Did you? Yeah. Like the best shape I'd ever been in, the best physical and emotional like
0: oh totally my, my mental it. status yeah. was awesome yeah
1: i mean like going through maine i didn't feel healthy mm-hmm. but then i spent two weeks on the beach in maine and just gorged and i felt great afterwards <laughs> and it's, it's done
0: you're gonna go uh,
1: yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure what the what's gonna happen mm-hmm. on the cdt it is uh i mean when you figure i, <laughs> I know the 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 physiology of this doesn't work but Mm -hmm. if it's 155 days it's 155 days and I you know it is an extra thousand miles but I don't know how that works out like you can only consume and burn so much in a day and I don't know what what I don't know what those extra miles mean mean, I'll I'll figure that out I guess
0: yeah I mean I know that the AT for me in the beginning was very challenging it's a lot of up and down it's a difficult trail yeah. it's not it's no joke you know it's it's difficult yeah. um, and i know that they say the PCT is is the most gradual up and down vertical um, of the two but I, i'm just that sheer distance you know the, the i'd like to see the calories that it takes to to complete that trail versus the AT because of yeah, the ups and downs and, and and the distance i mean 3100 miles is a that's a pretty long little sojourn it's longer it's more
1: altitude and it's less trail towns mm-hmm. have you like, spent all those things together mean like food complications yeah
0: have you spent much time at altitude any any issues with uh, altitude sickness at all
1: no never like I did uh, Everest base camp in oh, you did? 2008 um, and went from I, I just remember the meters because that's what they deal with over there but it, I went mm-hmm. to um, 60, 66, 80 meters, which is, I think, 17,000 feet, 17 or 18,000. Yeah. It. And it took, I did it in four days, mm-hmm. um, and I flew to Kathmandu from Dubai. So I'm basically going from sea level to yeah. Kathmandu's, I think, at like eight. So I had to do, and I did three days in Kathmandu um, in a recruiting trip for my golf course in Dubai. Um, So I was there for three days. So I had three days to acclimate, and then I just walked, you know, to base camp. Took a bus and then walked. I
0: didn't didn't know you went to base camp. mm -hmm. Recommend, not recommend?
1: No, it's amazing, yeah. This was uh, right after the climbing season, Mm -hmm. toward the tail end of that. So it was was pretty messy up there. But other than that, it was was amazing.
0: And that was in 2008? Yeah. When was the year where they had, like, all those fatalities? Is that, like, 13?
1: Yeah, no, no. The the big one that Krakauer wrote about and all that was, like, ninety. 96 or 98. I thought there was
0: a more recent one. Where it was might like, have
1: been. Uh, yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that. Uh, I went down that rabbit hole a little bit, and I was like, Nah, eh, I'm cool. No, nah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm I interested. Less people complete the like the PCT every year than climb Everest. Plus, it's awesome. Yeah, like 50,000 people have climbed Everest. Yeah, what do you do? 400 have done the CDT. And they came back and they have three fingers. <laughs> <You're> exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it costs 60 grand to. I almost die. Yeah, so I'm so I'm out. I'm cool. I'm out. <laughs> you cost sixty grand, <laughs> like how about six?
1: <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> I'll carry my own stuff. I can bid on that trip on eBay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um that's that's interesting that you know it's it's such a, a, a weird mindset to be a through hiker. How do you think that your life or your outlook or your priorities have changed since since twenty sixteen, September?
1: Oh man. I'm a totally different person. I'm 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 pretty emotional in general, but I used to be <laughs> I was a golf course superintendent for sixteen years and my first assistance job it was at the Atlanta Athletic Club in Atlanta. And it was an intense, you know, private club, high dollar. We hosted the PGA championship and it was, you know, it was, it was pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. And they they used to call me Volcano. That was <laughs> like my nickname. You? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was a, you know, very tense human and carried that. I I learned to manage it, you know, pretty well. Um, uh, But even in 2015, you know, I was different. I was very high strung and and, uh, uh, emotional and and slowing down life on the trail and realizing what's important to me in life and and being able to, to really focus on those things and and coming off. I realize so many things don't matter anymore and it gets a lot of stress out of out of me and I feel like I'll, I might need that every you know three or four or five years the rest of my life but that's okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do that if that's what it takes to be mm-hmm.
0: happy and and less stressed. I like that I like that. Do you think that you would gain the same uh, feelings or, or growth? Because it's—I always explain it as a growth opportunity. It's a personal growth journey mm-hmm. um, from a, a, a trail of less significance, like the Florida Trail or the Long Trail, or what's that—the mountain to sea, sea to
1: mountain, or, yeah. uh, mountain to sea. Yeah. Sea,
0: yeah. Um, do you think that you would see the same results, or or do the results get less significant the more miles that we do?
1: I think I think it won't have the the as drastic an impact because this was like a this was like a a full on you know this is a significant change for me. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, every three or four or five years, um, I, I just need that refreshed. I need to know that that's still there for me, because if I if I, had I spent, you know, I was 40 when I started, and it was 40 years of, you know, work and and you know, relationship struggles right. and, and things like that, that just built that up into just this ball of emotional, unmanageable tension and I I realized how to manage that better I think and um hopefully
0: that's a cool perspective I like that
1: but it's it's nice to renew that every every once in a while so
0: yeah no I like that I never thought of it like okay you know this is what I have to do like every couple years and it just seems like um has there been a day gone by that you haven't thought about the AT probably not
1: (laughs) I'm sure there's been uh, yeah there's probably been a couple but they're few and far between man
0: yeah yeah. It just becomes like part of of who you are, and I, I wonder.
1: Basically, because I'm getting like 14 texts a day from you, jackals. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a fact.
0: <laughs> that's a true fact too. <laughs> <laughs> Numb's the quiet one in the group. It's like <laughs> these idiots all let me learn. <laughs> I, 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 man, you just go on these on. You, you run, you run with things,
1: and I feel like if I'm jumping in on the tail end of that because I've missed it all, I, 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 I you know. I don't. Know, I don't have a lot to add.
0: We're happy to have you part of the group, no matter how much you respond.
1: <laughs> it's entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I've uh, I've showed several several of those chains of text to
0: <laughs> friends. They're like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> these are grown men. <laughs> these are grown men. Uh, oh man, that's yeah. It's <clears throat> it's definitely. Um, do you feel like the? No, it's it's kind of interesting that you know you spend a lot of the trail hiking with your friend in the beginning and then, you know, by yourself uh, in the end. Do you feel like your friendships in that last third, I guess it would have been, do you feel like those are different in any way to your friendships that are non-trail related? That's a good question. Um,
1: I can only relate that to, like, my high school and college experience. Mm -hmm. I had, like, three really good groups of friends in high school that Mm -hmm. were vastly different totally different personalities from each other from each other. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I had my music geeks, you know, that I hung out with and, and you know, band and stuff. And then, you know, I had my weed smoking <laughs> group and your Tennessee you know, friends and, you know, they're just totally different. And, um, the same on the trail. Like I just gravitated to you guys were totally different than, like game time and Merlot, yeah, which, and
0: uh, um, oh man, other brother, other brother, yeah. yeah,
1: game time Merlot and other brother, you know, it's like, and it all just came, it came together, and and my group from Philly, you know, they're totally different than right. both of them, and yeah, both 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 groups, and I was so I was so happy when it all came together mm-hmm. that pretty much everybody was summoning on the same day you know we got so up early awesome. and i summited with you guys stayed up there and then went down with merlot and game yeah. time another brother and i got the best of both worlds that was so good yeah
0: yeah we didn't realize that you and and bullseye bullseye had hi- i hiked more of the trail that with him than anybody yeah. uh in access of probably 1200 miles with with bullseye wow um, that's a lot of bullseye um, time yeah, we said goodbye at, at 1500 <laughs> i i was like i got to keep going i, I want to yeah. finish on this day and he was supposed to finish two days later and then at the 100 mile wilderness we're sitting at a ball bridge and you guys came walking up and it was like man this is such a perfect ending to a perfect yeah. you know opportunity was, that was awesome that yeah was so good um that was that was good i still look at the pictures from from the i look at my pictures pretty often man I, that's stuff so i i really value that stuff a lot me too
1: um, and it you know it's i'm i'm my dad was a minister and i moved every like basically every 2 years growing up i went to nine schools before i graduated high school and it forced me to just you know i either made new friends or didn't have friends so i got to be you know pretty flexible with who i hung out with and who i you know was able to connect with and and communicate with and and so, I, and I'm kind of in between, you know. I'm I'm older than than you guys.
0: Yeah. What do you like? About a few 42? years. Yeah. Will's is forty-one. I'm thirty-seven. Next and month. younger
1: than Merlot and yeah. and and Game Time and other brother. And but I was able to, you know, make connections with with both of you, and it's great.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Like the the group dynamic. Do you feel like, um, what to what extent do you think age? Uh, factors into success in, of, on the AT?
1: Man, I don't think much at all. Man, really.
0: that's, I, I wanted you to say that so bad. I really don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I know, you know, a couple of, maybe, maybe the, maybe injury-wise, mm-hmm. uh, that might be, might screw with the percentages a little bit, but, dude, man, you know, old, uh, older people, you know, they've got, they've got more figured out and and, and, uh, know their capabilities and if they start something like this if they're physically able they're gonna get there mentally yeah. and, um, and so many of them I mean just I was thankful I was thankful for all the young young people that I got to hang hang out with and all the old people mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was great and it's such a diverse dynamic of, of backgrounds take age out of the equation you know you had Freaking coal miners, <laughs> yeah, coal, mi- <laughs> coal miners, and lawyers, and yeah. architects, and yeah. uh, you know,
0: mercenaries. Yeah, <laughs> snipers. Yeah, snipers, and, <laughs> and, and and bean counters, and Old uh, bean uh, and kid. Uber drivers turn fishmongers. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just everybody's out there. It's not just a bunch of hippies or a bunch mm-hmm. of you know retired people, or it's a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, I think that one thing that really shies people away, oh, I'm too old for that, I'm too old for that. And I, I really, I think that, you know, older people have a, a success rate that is directly correlated to their either their fitness or their physical health. Because they got the money on, they got their head they got their head on straight. It's just yep. their, a matter of their body being able to keep up. I mean, Merlot, she crushed the AT. She started oh, yeah. like three weeks behind me. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. She started out doing, like, 20-plus miles a day. Yep. I was like, man, I thought I was kind of a hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked me down a couple
1: pegs. The same with game time. He started a month after me, and he's out yeah. there walking around like a, a, a deer, like a baby <laughs> a deer wobble wobbling around, all funky-looking. He fell. <laughs> I personally saw him fall, like, 27 times. Like, I'd look back, and he's just gone. You know, he'd be climbing up the hill, climbing up this, you know, ravine. I'm like, what happened, man? Oh, I just fell over. I, I swear he fell a hundred times if he fell once. Never got hurt. How'd that man never get hurt? I have no
0: idea. He was not a And, he, and, he, and he
1: finished the same day same we day did. Same day yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. I
0: think he's 50, 55, something like that. He was, because I think he was retired.
1: He's he's still working. He's an architect. Yeah, he's still working a little bit. He's an office guy.
0: They're all retired. Dude,
1: it's nuts, man. He blew my mind. Yeah, um, fell down every
0: day. (laughs) He was like the old version of Wheels, aka spaghetti (laughs) legs. Spaghetti legs. legs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what? You know, a lot of times it it, there has to be this one thing that like spurs, like I'm finally gonna do it. And once that happens, uh, I found myself not being able to direct my efforts or my energies into where I should be as far as preparation. You know, if there was somebody that came up to you and was like, you know, I'm, I want to do this, uh, you know, what, would, what do you think the best advice that you could give them would be?
1: If anybody has any inclination that they want to through hike the AT, they should absolutely do whatever they can to do it. Any inclination, like if you've had one one day where you're just thinking, yeah, that'd be nice to walk 2,000 miles and see all those states, then you should do it. Take take everything else out of the equation. If you can make it happen, do it. If you can, you know, overcome some in- injury injury that you had, or mm-hmm. overcome you know the the whole work money equation thing, family, whatever it is. If you can make it happen, hap- do it.
0: Yeah, I think that. Did that? End, I don't
1: even. What it was does. the question?
0: Now it does. <laughs> well, what advice would you give them? Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. I've told
1: I've told thirty thirty people that since the trail. Yeah. Like, if you can make it happen,
0: make it happen. Yeah, and I think that that that's so spot on because you said make it happen. Uh, it's not going to just happen. No, you have to deliberately make it happen. It's not like oh yeah, I guess I'll go hike the AT. Yeah. It has to be. You have to be deliberate in your actions and your planning. And yep. uh, a lot of folks struggle to to wait. They wait until all the, gr- the lights are green, and it's like, man, it ain't gonna happen. Just yeah. gotta make it. I mean, I've I'm I've worked a whole like other
1: <laughs> part time job basically for the last two months just to pack savings away, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to make the mortgage payments That's, and yeah. and buying yeah. and selling stuff. I've got that. Forester sitting out in the driveway, I bought for $500 yesterday to resell for 1500 next week. I mean, money you gotta, in the bank, you got to do something to make it happen.
0: Side hustle,
1: side hustle, man.
0: Yeah, whenever I, I did the AT, I, I side hustled, sold barbecue for my friends on the weekends. <laughs> it was like, all right, I'm gonna go sell barbecue yeah, just to s- save money. Yeah, how do you take five months off? Well, save some money, up. put the time in. Yeah. You know, people, did you it's have like, anybody go ahead? What were you gonna say?
1: It's like my parents asked me, I, my dad just turned 80 last month and and me and my sister and parents were there and dad was like well what are you gonna do or mom was what are you gonna do when you get off the trail and cat my sister was like
0: he'll get another job get, you know he's <laughs> get thing. another job yeah <laughs> get the one I got you know <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's one thing that I, I find interesting is, you know, what your support system or what it was like to speak to your family about this. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to go quit my job uh, and go hike the AT and live like a homeless person for approximately five months.
1: So I have lived a life that my parents it just got over quickly. Everything. <laughs> like, I've lived in seven states and two countries and, you know, T- t- taken quit a lot of great jobs and gotten, you know, other ones and started a business and failed a business. And, you know, I tell my parents something, they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's great. Like <laughs> We love the you best. in spite of it. Oh yeah. They're the best. I mean, I had, I had the best childhood and, and they've always, I mean, every time I, I change jobs, I'm sure our careers, you know, I'm sure my dad's like, yeah, this is not a good idea. You're, you're a moron. But yeah, you know, he always comes around and is supporting because he loves me so yeah that's I'm thankful good, in that way and all my friends like my friends wouldn't be my friends if they didn't realize like you know they weren't going to hear from me for a month and you know then we see each other and things are great and you know I, I hope i haven't neglected them but you know they've just they they're supportive i've got i've got the best people around me good. that's that's how I can do things.
0: Yeah, I feel like uh, one thing that through hikers do is they, they really support them, su- surround themselves with some of the best people I've ever met. Uh, and I think I could go to anybody's friends and become immediate friends with, with their friends, too. Yeah. Um, so one of the last questions I always ask, because there's so many people that want to hike the AT, and there's so many people that, unfortunately, need to get a taste of the good stuff, before they can really see the value in in what what thru hiking is, so mm-hmm. if, if all expenses paid, I know how you are. All expenses <laughs> paid on pickle. If if you were fortunate enough to have one week uh, in any season too, uh, to be able to hike one one section of the AT, what would it be?
1: One section of the AT for a week. For a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it would be the the presidential's, including Franconia, mm-hmm. like that whole. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so hit or miss with weather. Like you, you I walked up. It was, I don't know, seventy degrees at the bottom of Mount Washington, and I walked up Mount Washington, got to the top, and I walked in. I walked in up there with all the people that drove up there. Mm. You know, I got this big beard <laughs> down in my down to my breasts, yeah. and like. It had icicles off hanging off of it, and I was in shorts, short shorts, mm-hmm. and a jacket, and I had just this mist frozen all over me. And I walk in like, and these these people are like, "Did this dude just walk here?" Like literally, <laughs> what's up with this guy? This guy just walked here, <laughs> and you know, there's the I don't know what the I don't know what the shelter is that um, before you walk up if you're if Lake you're of the Northbound, Lake of the Clouds, yeah. I go awesome in Lake by. of the Clouds, and that shelter is packed with people. Mm-hmm. Most of them were, you know, the people that just hike shelter to shelter. Um, you know, are paying to be there mm-hmm. and everything. But there was probably four or five thru hikers, I think, down there too. Like, just hey, should we go up? Because it was bad. Yeah. Like it was, it was a bad, bad day. <laughs> you know, those big, huge um, drums, like the the, the, the radio the tower, the thing. tower things. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, fifteen feet in diameter. What I didn't, I almost ran into them. <laughs> Seriously, I almost <laughs> ran into that big building. Like I was like, hey, "Whoa, there's a building here!" So oh, It was awful. Like 40 mile an hour winds, and, and and no one was hiking up there that day. And I was like, "I just gotta. I'm gonna get this done because I don't have a place to sleep." So yeah. I went up and over and.
0: Where'd you Where'd you camp at then? Madison. Madison Hut. Yeah. Yeah. Inside. Can't remember. Because I think there's. I think Madison's so after the very I next got, hut.
1: It is after I got over Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, like the weather was fine. It was just like Mount Washington is ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever seen like the, what the view up there looks like, but <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you certainly have not. Um, but there's
1: so many good, there's so many good hikes in, mm-hmm. in New Hampshire. Yeah. Like Vermont, New Hampshire.
0: Yeah. That was, uh, that's um, a, that's a pretty common one. Uh, Smokies are amazing, so but. Smokies are killer, yeah. man. And they're so accessible. Yeah. There's just a lot of people. About two y for me anymore. Two y Max,
1: Max Patch is one of my favorite days. Max Patch. Yeah, Max Patch and Franconia Ridge, like individual days, probably.
0: hmm Cool, man. Um, yeah, the 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 one week it seems very common that a lot of people do that. So, uh, the the New Hampshire, the Whites, and the Smokies is probably the second most popular one. So, yeah. um, you are. Uh, I don't want to use the words that you were used earlier technologically not so savvy um but are you out there on the social media anywhere that people can find you just facebook facebook matt dobson d-o-b-s-o-n matthew dobson matthew dobson d-o-b-s-o-n what's your profile pickle card um
1: right now it's a pick actually i think there's an at sign on um we were trail running in um highlands uh grayson highlands. grayson highlands we trail run it's grayson highlands in uh, february or something and it was snowy and i've got a it's just my face next to a, a sign in grayson highlands <laughs> and i think the back the background picture is a different trip to grayson mm-hmm. but in the winter snowy in the yeah. winter so. grayson highlands was, i'm on facebook i'm um I'm, 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 i might actually join the instagram insta chat world insta chat
0: bullseye would be proud
1: <laughs> uh yeah i think it might be a little bit easier for for me to k- k- keep posted on yeah. on the cdt hikes so. yeah.
0: what are you taking a camera with you or just taking your phone yeah just phone just phone what do you got it's a LG. samsung's no, g6 LG? Yeah. All right good we want to see some good pictures out there because you got to sell me on this eight weeks without talking to people thing because my mouth moves like a <laughs> duck's butt man you that's just gotta, what i do you just gotta haul somebody with you um oh, a wheelie with you Wheelsy and kid and I We did the, a little hike In this past weekend Or two weekends ago And there was some Discussions about uh, I don't know if I would say Long term planning But there's discussions About the CDT Good. So it could be I think you should man Could be in the future But um, Yet to be determined So uh, We're planning a hike Coming up here in April That you two are going to Join us oh, for yeah. That's going to be so awesome I'm really looking forward to it It's going to be Miles Very low Fun Happiness Smiles maximum the entire weekend <laughs> so we're going to miss you this summer at trail magic on the eighteenth. i know man um i, I, I
1: did we'll the miss pa you. and and uh north and, carolina yeah. magic yeah and um maybe we'll see some through hikers
0: yeah yeah i don't I'm know what we'll trail we get hikers. on in, in april
1: yeah. yeah but yeah looking forward to cool. it north carolina's
0: great yeah good spot man i'm happy to come back down and, and do some some trail time with you guys so yeah i'm glad you got to virginia me too, man. This is awesome. I really appreciate it, dude. This yep. is awesome. We should go get food or something. All yep. right. All right, cool. Thanks, man. Yep. All right. I hope everybody wishes Matt, also known as Gnome always forever known in my heart, buddy. Um, really good opportunity. Uh, I had a last minute kind of change in plans in my schedule, and I was able to go and spend the night with, with Matt and his fiance at their home in Charlottesville, Virginia. And it just worked out perfectly. I was so excited. I hadn't seen him since he surprised me, and he really did almost bring me to tears whenever he showed up in the in my presentation at TCO. It was such a good surprise, and I had absolutely no clue that he was going to show up. Matt lives, I don't know, it's probably five or six hours from there. So it uh, just kind of shows what kind of a person and what kind of a friend he really is. So I can't thank you enough for the place to stay and to be able to spend time with you and your your two cats and your your fiancé, Sarah. So thank you both for everything. I hope that you guys all enjoyed this. Matt is going to kick serious butt on the continental divide trail in 2019 i know it after hiking with him and speaking with him and and just knowing the kind of person that he is he's going to go and he's going to kick butt on the cdt and i'm sure a couple years down the road he's going to finish up his triple crown so uh, make sure you find him i think he's on facebook just under matt dobson picture of a guy with a beanie and a beard uh, right beside an appalachian trail Uh, blazer assigned so fantastic person I can't wait to, to get to Trail Days. I'm, I have Trail Days coming up still in uh, Damascus, Virginia. So anybody who is listening to the podcast on trail, I'm so proud of you for making the decision to through hike and come up and find me at Trail Days. And I actually am going to have a bunch of stickers for the podcast if you guys are interested in some stickers. I'll be hanging out with my very good friend Chad North at the North by North booth. And we'll be talking about his products of which I carried two For 2,600 miles on the PCT, the hooded neck gaiter and the handkerchief. So. Uh, Chad will be down there I'll be helping him out for the weekend and recording some podcasts and hanging out with all the hikers just the, the, the most perfect place for me to spend my weekend if I'm not out hiking I want to spend the weekend with some hikers so looking forward to trail days and if I haven't haven't helped you yet if there's a question that you have I know I just did the through hiking the preparation podcast but if you have questions I'm kind of an open book reach out I'll help you out the best I can so uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one thanks <laughs>